Chapter 4 of Rational Theology as Taught by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints by John Andreas Widso. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Wayne Cook. Chapter 4 The Will of Man. The doctrine of the eternal nature of man is most characteristic of the gospel. It is a doctrine which gives great satisfaction to all who have accepted the gospel. The Primeval Condition All that is really clear to the understanding is that man has existed, quote, from the beginning, end quote, and that from the beginning he has possessed distinct individuality impossible of confusion with any other individuality among the hosts of intelligent beings. Through endless ages, man has risen by slow degrees to his present state. Possibly with respect to the coming day, man understands as little as did the spiritual beings with respect to present-day conditions. The Intelligence of Man To speculate upon the condition of man when conscious life was just dawning is most interesting, but so little is known about that far-off day that such speculation is profitless. Nevertheless, of some things pertaining to the beginning we are fairly certain. The being which later became man, even in the first day, possessed intelligence. That is, he was able to become aware of the external universe, to learn, and by adding knowledge to knowledge, to learn more. Then, as now, the universe was filled with matter acted upon by many forces and an intelligent being in the midst of the interaction of forces and matter must have become aware measurably of what was going on. From the beginning, the ego of man has been a conscious being, saying to himself, This is I, that is not I, this life is apart from the life of all the rest of the universe. The Will of Man In addition to his power to learn and his consciousness of his own existence, the spiritual personality possessed from the beginning, the distinguishing characteristic of every intelligent, conscious, thinking being, an independent and individual will. No one attribute so clearly distinguishes man as does the intelligent will, or the will to act intelligently. It was by the exercise of their wills that the spirits in the beginning gathered information rapidly or slowly acquired experiences freely or laboriously. Through the exercise of their wills they grew, or remained passive, or perhaps even retrograded, for with living things motion in any direction is possible. Naturally, the original spirit, possessing, with all other attributes of intelligence, the power of will, exercised that will upon the contents of the universe. The exercise of the will upon the matter and energy within reach enabled the intelligent beings, little by little, to acquire power. By the use of his will upon the contents of the universe, man must have become what he now is. Value of Will The above doctrine involves the idea of self-effort. It is only when the will is exercised in a certain direction that the support of other forces may be invited so that progress in that direction may be accelerated. From the beginning, the deliberate use of the will has moved personal beings onward, and in this latest day of our existence it is the will that moves men into greater lives, 
Undoubtedly the will of man will determine the completion of the structure built through all ages into a perfected man. The gospel, resting upon eternal, indestructible principles, maintains the living supremacy of the will of man. The culture, training, and use of the will, for good or for evil, determine primarily the direction of an individual life. End of chapter 4